All right, here we go. There's a mini map. There's bits on the mini map. Let's get to swinging. We're talking about Insomniac Spider-Man 2. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd, as we, in the middle of the following month, are wrapping up Venom Vember. And man, we have had a, a fun time talking about Venom and the Black Suit saga across many different iterations. But we're finally now down to the thing that really was our whole idea for this the the game spider-man 2 and so just came out uh, a few months ago came out october of this year 2023 that we are recording this in um and i need the ps5 to my dual sense controller miles how are you friend doing great um I, I i gotta echo what you said it's been really fun kind of uh re-exploring the background of one of marvel's most popular characters uh warts and all because <laughs> i mean it was rough getting through Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 is not a good movie, gang. Um, but uh, you know what is good? Uh, Spider Insomniac's Spider-Man 2. Now, I'm going to stay this right now. This game is brand new. I mean, it is just like a month and a half old. I know a lot of people out there have already played it, but I also know that the holidays are upon us, and some people mm -hmm. are expecting to get this game as a gift, uh, potentially, uh, over the next month or so. So I just want to go ahead and say right now, review wise, we're going to do a little spoiler, spoiler free zone, but then we're going to get into the actual guts because we'll do a little mini review of the game and what we thought. Uh, and then we're just going to start spoiling the ever love and symbiote out of uh, out of the, the game story and and really get into to the Venom story, because there are some differences in this version of the story, some pretty significant ones. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm a huge fan of Insomniac Spider-Man games. Uh, so I, these are Sony PlayStation games, although the first two are on uh, are on PC at this point. Um but Sony has a, this thing called a trophy system. It's kind of like the old Xbox achievements are for the for the non gamers out there. And one of the few platinum trophies, meaning I have every single trophy in the game uh, I have for the first Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, the the spinoff and now Spider-Man 2. I have three platinum trophies. Technically, Spider-Man 2, or the original Spider-Man, I have two platinum trophies because uh, I felt we got one for the PS4 version and the PS5 version. Nice. Um, Miles, what was your take on these games, this franchise? So, I mean, it's it's wild because I remember when this was announced, like the original Insomniac Spider-Man game, and I gotta tell you, like when I was first playing Spyro and Ratchet and Clank, I had no idea they would create one of the best Spider-Man stories in any medium. Um, and I, I truly mean that. The the first uh, Marvel Spider-Man game for the PlayStation, which you can now play on PC, is well and truly one of the best Spider-Man experiences you can have in any medium. Yes, there are some different takes and there are some different things, but 
I think the way they went about it was the absolute best way. And and most importantly, it's an outright blast to play. And it was perfectly followed up with Spider-Man Miles Morales, which focuses on uh, Miles, who is in the first game, but this is his first full outing as Spider-Man. And it, it basically uh, segues very nicely into where we are in Spider-Man 2. So they have created two of the most fun action-adventure games, two of the best superhero games of all time. And so there was a lot of noticeable, not noticeable, but a lot of um, very obvious hype for this game, especially and, and, since and, it was known Venom was involved. And not to mention there was a lot of, you know, big shoes to fill when it comes down to it, when it comes to to kind of going up against the, that that big thing. And I, it, it's safe to say, uh, this game is fantastic, especially if you've played the first one system wise. They have made so many changes to to the game. Well, not even changes. There's just so many enhancements. Let me call them enhancements uh, to this game uh, and, and the way that it works, including a new element to make going around the city even more fun. And uh, also, unlike the first two games, which had a fast travel system, despite the fact that you never wanted to use it because it was so much fun to swing around the city. Spider-Man. Although, I, I gotta give him props, though. The fast travel system had this really nice uh, subway scene that played as you were waiting for the game to load. Well, so the PS4 Spider-Man did. The PS5 version, you were literally on that subway for like a two and a half seconds, and right, then you were, right, right. you were where you needed to be. Uh, the fast travel system in Spider-Man 2 is instant and it is to the point that you put on the map uh it is incredible how well it's that works one of the best fast travels i have ever experienced in any game it is um simultaneously you can also switch not simultaneously but but um you can also switch between peter and miles almost seamlessly and and they have different stories and different things going on and they're and we'll get into to some of the stuff with that uh as, as you go through because yes you can fight crime with two spider-men in this game sadly not multiplayer maybe maybe the next game but uh i, I did find that i have most often encountered the other spider when i was trying to do something for a trophy or yes. something and and i'm like no get 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 <laughs> <laughs> so with that said um i want to jump into talking about the story so at this point we're about the the six or seven minute mark um from here on out gang full spoilers uh hope your spoiler senses are ready huh see spoiler sense huh huh applaud me miles um uh because they are going to be coming at you pretty fast uh up and into and including uh post-credit sequence uh so let's get down to it spider-man 2 specifically talking about the venom aspect of the whole deal um miles how you feel about craven fine yeah, I don't I, I think Craven is an interesting character, and I think it's it a, can be. I think it was an interesting choice to have him be the 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 at least initial big bad of the game. I I didn't dislike that aspect of the story. I thought this version of Craven is 
pretty neat if I, even the game kind of makes fun of like where are these guys getting their funding from yeah. um <laughs> which is which is pretty great um i i so here's the thing i i think this game in in the same way as the last two is a mostly perfect experience but i do have a criticism which honestly does kind of hamper my overall feeling of the craven aspect of it in that there are not that many actual bosses in this game and especially like bosses that you don't just track down with a side quest like there are very few bosses in the actual game that you really have to fight and it doesn't just walk you through it and as a result it's kind of hard to celebrate craven as much when you don't have much of a lead up to him outside of the narrative the narrative itself is great but i like you start off the game with this great boss fight that kind of like especially if you haven't played the game before the prior ones or if you're rusty and haven't played spider-man in a while it, it it's the tutorial and then you don't really fight another boss until like 75 percent way through the game so this is this is also i think where there's some story elements that are uh interesting in that um oh yeah craven has killed off screen most of peter parker's six <laughs> bad guys uh the vulture dead uh scorpion you see him get killed uh, uh shocker gone dunzo uh there is a if you there's a hackable room there was at least it's 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 been uh the the way to clip into that room is now gone in the game a room where you see all their heads mounted on a wall like you know like hunters do uh and the rhino's head is also on the wall although you don't see that in the actual game so the rhino can still be considered alive if they need him for the next game uh well and I was fine with that aspect because those are all people from the prior game. I was kind of hoping to get a couple other villains that we didn't get or, you know, we because we, we got some good stuff. I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being overly critical of the game. It's just it, that was my big takeaway in terms of a con for it was I didn't get enough uh, boss fights, especially boss fights that felt important or like playing wise because yeah. most, most of the boss fights you kind of kind of breeze through well and i can't remember there if there were that many boss fights in miles morales i know there were maybe one too many in the first spider-man game uh there's a lot in the first one and, and some of them just some of them outstay their welcome a little bit there's um, a couple in the miles morales game but that game is also not a full game and it has a very a very focused story and so that's I, true. I can forgive that's true. that um but so craven i think is an interesting character i i like that they're giving him this big oomph and i'm i'm pretty sure that was done in conjunction with marvel studios and and since sony is putting out the craven the hunter movie which yeah. was supposed to be launching the exact same time that this released that's a good point um that is a very very good point uh so let's let's jump to because again the one thing that that these spider-man games love to do is they love to introduce a a villain and then have of course a much more obvious villain take over about midway through the first game did that with mr uh not mr nobody mr uh mr negative that's it yeah uh in the first game uh, and great, then of course great story in this one too and then of, of course uh switches over to doc ock at the the end 
Uh, this game starts with Craven, and of course, we get to the big bad himself, Venom. But this, the, this is where the Venom stuff gets a bit different. Now, this isn't exactly a surprise because this was set up a lot in post-credit sequences to the first game where we see Harry Osborn, Peter Parker's childhood best friend, because uh, they, they're going with the childhood best friend aspect and not the uh, not the meeting in college aspect of things. Uh, Harry has I, I always like. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Sometimes it works better than it does with others. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would the son of like a super powerful and also the mayor? He's the mayor in the first game. Uh, mm-hmm. Norman Osborn. Why would his son go to like a public school in Queens or whatever? Like, I, well, I don't know. I know. I don't know if it was in this game or if it was one of the, the movies where it's like he had been kicked out of other schools. And so public school was kind of like his last chance. I, I don't I don't I remember, remember if that was this. I can't remember if that was this or if that was in um in the movies. <laughs> I don't I remember re- someone saying this is your last chance. I don't remember. Oh, it's, it's, it's in the mission where you're where you're sneaking around the school and you oh. can't get caught. Because, you know, uh, this is my last chance or something to that degree. I didn't even think about that. I, I did not. Uh, I did not clock that at all. Um. But yeah, uh, so of course, uh, Peter and 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 Harry are our best friends. And Harry was absent from the first game. He was, quote, in Europe. But in reality, he was in a big tank with a sticky black substance all around him. And as we learn, as he comes back uh, and having revealed to Peter and Mary Jane that he was, you know, sick, but that he's fine now and he doesn't even need his cane anymore and, and all of these things. Um, and and really, this is where the story, I think the storytelling works so well in that we have the school section. You literally have a whole backstory flashback uh, that features, what is it, a Shin song? Is it a Shin song that plays? I think so. <laughs> and, and this is one of the great things about these Spider-Man games in the same way, uh, it uses some of the same storytelling methods that uh, made The Last of Us so impactful is you have a lot of it's not just cutscenes. It's characters who are talking as you're playing through a level, as you're walking around. That it it feels like a real world that you are engaging with, and that narrative is so rich, and the character work is so good for the most part. There are some questionable Mary Jane scenes. Um, uh, well, that that I I, I think vocal performance wise. The, every person in this cast, Yuri Lowenthal, oh, who plays Peter, uh, Naji Jeter, who plays Miles Morales. They were both reprising their their uh, reprising their roles from from the uh, first game. Uh, it was funny listening to the pre game awards uh, besties because um, Justin had his money on Yuri because he said, like, while everyone in that category was did, did excellent work, it's like. He goes, Yuri, Yuri kind of carries that, that performance on his back because it's it's all voice acting. It's not just mocap stuff and getting to do like engaging things with the player face to face. He's doing a lot of stuff where he, you're not looking at his face. You're you're playing a Spider-Man and he is doing the weird venom voice and screaming and doing all this crazy stuff. And and then whereas um uh Miles is giving such a a subtle performance because he has to deal with a lot of emotional uh strife in his arc and he is just 
killing it. Yeah. By uh, this nuanced and, performance that he gives. And that my favorite part about these performances, and this has been true in the last two games, so this is not new, but it's something that I absolutely love. And it's so very subtle that you don't you don't really even see it happening unless you have to watch the same scene twice. They have different vocal recordings for if they're standing on the ground or if they're swinging. Mm-hmm. And so like they could be having a conversation and, you know, they have the same lines, but you know, one is I'm doing this while I'm doing this. Cause he's swinging while he's doing it. And, and both, uh, both miles and Peter have those, those moments. Uh, and it's, it's so cool. It's so and, awesome. And it, it's, it's also it's cool because it responds to how you play because some of these conversations happening during gameplay. So if you start popping a, a line, it switches to that second recording like I mean, just instantly. It, it is some of the best world building I have ever experienced in a game in terms of of how it's delivering its narrative. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um where where this storytelling i think works the best in these these sort of walk and talk moments is you've got harry coming back we have the we have a a wonderful flashback to their time in high school where they're trying to to sneak in and and get this thing for a presentation uh but to have that that end cap being when harry learns that his mom has died um, and that is, it's such an impactful moment. And you, you, you hurt when it happens. Like the, the performances are mm-hmm. so very good. And this is another thing that I love about these games is that the character of Norman Osborn in these games is it's, so different, but I, I, it's honestly like one of my favorites. It really is because Norman Osborn is so often depicted as this, distant dark like i don't care about my son he's never meant anything to me da 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 mm-hmm. but in in both the first game and especially in this game you see a man who has lost his wife and is potentially going to lose his son to the same thing and you just you hear the hurt in his voice and the hope in his voice it's so interesting you also can kind of pinpoint a moment where he snaps the entire time because when, uh, whether through news feeds, podcast reports, or like newspapers and things you come by, you get the inkling, and especially even from the interactions, you know that Norman Osborne, by and large, is not a good person. Like, he loves his son, and he loved his wife. Those things are true, but you get the sense that this guy is up to some bad news. Well, and, and he was up to it. Like he's the one who put the Sable troops on the, on the streets of New York in the first game. You know, it, right. it's, 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 he is not a great dude, but he is a good father, which is a weird, a weird juxtaposition. I, I love that because one, this is a, this is how you make a compelling villain. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a redeemable villain, but you just make them three dimensional. Like, Yes, he is very likely a bad, bad man, but that doesn't have mean he has to be a bad father. It doesn't mean he can't have other facets about him that are nuanced. And I really appreciated that version of Norman Osborn. What I am very curious about, because I know that you haven't watched some of the Disney Spider-Man cartoons. Yeah. So this this is a brand new approach. How did you feel about this aspect? of venom because there is no eddie brock as venom here 
Yeah. So this is this is a big a big change. And apparently I was not I I my son has been watching the Spider-Man cartoons and hey, 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 bud, because uh, he's listening to these episodes of the show because Venom is his favorite uh, Marvel villain. He's probably his favorite villain uh, of, of all. Um, so, yeah, Venom beats out the Joker. Uh, how about that, DC? Take that. Uh, anyway. Um, well, one's interesting and one has been overused and terribly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I was not aware of of Harry having been the the symbiote carrier and, and other things um and this is where it's uh, very similar to this story this is where uh it was news it was new to me but i think it works especially in the concept of of what of how they they present everything do i have some 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 hang-ups about how they tell this or how the story plays out a little bit but i have to say that the thing I, I, I the the thing I liked a lot about this story is really when everything kicks off on Coney Island. So we've had these walk and talk moments. We've had these walk and talk moments with a number of things. We had the the flashback at the the school. We had uh, Harry inviting Peter to join him. Uh, Peter, who by the way, the game opens with him teaching at. Uh, Brooklyn Visions Academy where Miles attends and then immediately yeah. and then immediately losing his job because he went to go be Spider-Man to, to do something and abandoned his students to do it which is just which I think is something that also happened in the comics when he worked at a high school and it's just like I mean on one hand you're like God, Peter there are like you hear him giving excuses and you're like there are other ways man there are other ways yeah it, it's just one of those things where you you hate to see it but harry offering uh peter a a a big job at something called the emily may foundation emily being the name of of harry's mom and of course may being the name of aunt may uh who tragically passed away in the last spider-man game spoilers for that game if you are thinking about playing this one and haven't played the first one go play the first one it's really good um but uh and and so you're seeing all this stuff and you're interacting with all these things and then we get to Coney Island and this is you know Harry really really wanting to kind of recapture some of the the stuff that they used to do and you got them going around and getting on rides and doing different things and having these sort of like weirdly awkward conversations that like there's more like there's like you you feel like Harry is because in the moment, you know, we we like we as players know that Harry's got a symbiote, but <laughs> but uh, just because we 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 know that that's what the story is. But Peter and MJ don't. So to them, it reads a bit like this is him maybe trying to say goodbye to them and have one last good night. And there's some weird subtext to all of that stuff. And it works so well. And then. You know, and you're doing all this fun stuff and and, uh, you know, you're doing the shoot the water in the clown's mouth and shoot, shoot baskets and throw a, a Peter a Peter using his spider sense to throw a ring onto a bottle that he's not supposed to be able to do all this, this really interesting stuff and some really interesting conversations that come around with that. But then it culminates in the the hunters, Craven's people attacking because they're trying to get to. <laughs> trying to get to uh 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 what's his tombstone uh who was a bad guy in the first spider-man game dlc 
and uh and and they're and he's redeemed he's working at coney island just trying to to, to and, and trying to help people try, too and, like and, i mean it's really good it was a good he, like he was redeemed and it was really good and but as a result the roller coaster that they're on uh ha- gets a bunch of damage and you know peter tries to to stop but is is unable to and all of a sudden you see this goopy black suited dude lifting up this piece of the roller coaster that's fallen down and oh what's up with this harry and and harry is reveals that you know he's got this power at the same time learning that his best friend peter parker is spider-man because he didn't know that ahead of time well also it's, it's weird that this isn't a hollywood film because them two boys take off their masks all the freaking time yeah to the to the point where i'm like how has no one seen them i mean literally everyone in in brooklyn no sorry everyone in uh 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 i'm thinking of uh of of across the spider-verse into the spider-verse um uh which which borough is miles in um he's in harlem he's in harlem in these games yeah uh literally everyone at the end of of miles game is just like yeah we don't know who spider-man is hey spider-man <laughs> yeah, right right because he's he's unmasked and everybody is around and they just all decided to to just conveniently forget <laughs> snitches get stitches uh, um but uh, but anyway but yeah so what happens next is just a number of really interesting things as you have harry joining peter on adventures and you see his outfit his his symbiote suit kind of subtly change and at one point he looks a lot like agent venom the the, yes. the character but like which i i appreciated but with like plates of armor on him and things like that it was it was really really cool to see um and and and, the, and, and it gets involved in like they do integrate that story into the Craven the Hunter story because that 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 story ends up bringing out really all of the aspects of like they do they do a really interesting job of telling a mixture of the black costume saga, uh, Planet of the Symbiotes, and uh, Absolute Carnage because there's a, a symbiote aspect uh, invasion aspect that is a hundred percent a modern like within the last three years marvel thing and which i and and was torn and, on and i cannot be honest i understand why they did it because 100%. because you want to have symbiote bad guys in your game where you're fighting venom you want to do Absolutely. that the thing that i i just <sighs> they gave I, zero i would have i would have li- liked there to have been like five like lasher and scream and uh toxin like i would have liked to have all of those folks get turned and you have to go take them on but there was also just no explanation like i know because i've i've just i'm even passingly aware of the character of null and the king of the the king in black and all of this stuff king black, yeah. that there is a rock that they get that has that weird symbol on it that super pa- gives give, like super infuses the, all the symbiotes and they they mm-hmm. do a takeover I, I just i didn't i didn't love that 
Um, what I did, so, however, what I did, however, love was the reason that Peter got the suit in the first place. Uh, so Craven, Craven, and and Pete are fighting, and uh, Harry is there helping, you know, being being helper boy, and Pete basically gets almost killed by Craven. Essentially dies. I think. I think the suit resuscitates him. Yeah. Uh, to which point, um, it, it, to save his friend, Harry gives up this thing that is keeping him alive to save Peter. And, well, and it's interesting because this, the suit has been trying to kind of glom onto Peter. You see some subtle movements of like a single tendril kind of like popping out and, uh, Harry would be like, huh, it's not done that before. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so like you get this inkling that like it, it seems to like be attracted to Peter's power. Right. And, and you get this great bit because, um, you know, Peter gets darker and also Harry has this, like these withdrawal symptoms from being away from the symbiote combined with his natural, like anger of, Hey, my best friend still hasn't given me my, the suit that's keeping me alive back. yeah and he's also starting to fall apart again because he no longer has the symbiote keeping him alive like it, it's and it, and there's some great stuff there i think my biggest problem is once once it crosses this threshold the game kind of speeds ahead like there you could still choose to do a couple of side quests but this is what i'm talking about like there were some complaints that this game was too short and i disagree that the game's length was necessarily the problem um, I don't mind a short game. Loved playing this over a weekend. That said, I think there could have been about five, maybe even ten, but I might be pushing it, extra hours of narrative breathing. And this is where I would have liked to have some additional boss fights is like when Harry and Venom go missing that first time. Like in the first game, you have those moments where like Martin Lee goes missing for a little bit and you have these other adventures in waiting for him to pop back up and i would have liked for some breathing room so we could we could tell some other stories and make that whole bit feel complete it does not hurt the story but and i've talked to several other people who who are like yeah the third act of this really does feel rushed and i think part of it is that you didn't have um levels with bosses like you didn't have like you have bosses you can seek out you can do some really obnoxious uh challenge missions and then fight kind of fight mysterio you know <laughs> and, and this is where i do want to kind of bounce over to miles's story because i think miles's story starts off interesting but kind of weak um because the whole the whole point of miles's story just a race to the end is to prove not only to himself but to everybody else that he is ready to be spider-man uh, it, it's a story that is kind of told. I mean, I mean, that's the story of into and across the and soon to be beyond the Spider-Verse. Um, yes. Obviously, I think it's told better there. But where I think this story with Miles is the strongest, and it's something that, you know, I'm thinking about stuff and maybe what I would have done differently. Um, and also thinking about something that a particular performer in this uh, in this game said uh, that was likely cut content um is that miles is mad the entire time because one of the earliest moments of this game is martin lee aka mr negative who killed miles's dad 
disappears from the raft prison. Now we know, and he eventually learns that he was taken into, you know, was taken into to custody to be hunted by Craven the hunter. Um, but that anger that he has, man, would it have been interesting to let Miles have a symbiote for a little bit of time? I I absolutely agree, but I also I like where they went with his story because he needed to face all of that on his own. The emotional journey that Miles goes on, I think, is entirely dependent on the emotional journey he takes by himself and the kind of self-realization he has in in confronting Martin Lee. And there's this uh this whole weird mind thing where they're trying to resuscitate Peter again. Um and bring him back from the brink where Martin Lee and him kind of share an understanding. But he, he also says like, I can never forgive you for what you did, but I can't, I, I can't hate you. Anymore. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic storytelling. And that, that is what, well, we're, we're jumping all over the plot point, but that's oh, how I know we are. That's fine. But that's also how Peter becomes anti-venom. And uh, throughout that story, too, I liked. I liked which that. I would I, I I looked up. I did not know what and who Antivenom was. Before. I knew that that was a character that existed. Um, I also I didn't know that Eddie Brock was Antivenom at one point. But the fact that Mr. Negative is what created Antivenom in the comics and gets to do it here in the game is really fun. Um, I have some other questions about what that means for the games moving forward. Uh, but that's that's another that's well, another commentary. I, I'm I'm sure they'll come up with something, uh, possibly in the DLC. But I mean, we'll we'll talk about that in a second. I also love that, like, with Peter, you get these kind of old school style Peter Parker adventures. They're going to Coney Island. They're you're going on school missions. You're doing all this kind of old school Spider-Man stuff, and all of Miles' missions are fresh and new, and they are diverse. Like you even have a mission with his uh, uh, deaf girlfriend, and they are you're 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 helping one guy uh, ask uh, this guy he has a crush on to the prom in this in the nerdiest way possible. <laughs> um, it's there. There are so many cool things, and they actually really use New York. Like I love the heart of the um the Harlem Music Museum. Uh, oh, it's so cool! It's so cool. And like my 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 son is uh both learning how to play guitar and learning how to play trumpet. And so he, he got to to sort of see like all of the different musicians and it's a lot of, you know, there's, there's some, yeah. Cause all that stuff's like actual musicians and you actually get real like uh museum pieces and stuff. And they and play some of the music of them and it's, it's really, really cool. Uh, I, it, it was, it was a fun mission. And uh, my son, really by the way, my son, his first platinum trophy was this game. How about, awesome. that? How about that? How about that? The Goblin game. That's awesome. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. But I, I want to say that it's what a cool thing about this game is you get to experience the growth of Miles because Peter is already your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man to New York City. And you get to experience through all these side quests how much of a neighborhood Spider-Man Miles is. All the, all the Harlem missions show how important the community is to him. Yeah. But it also shows him stepping up to becoming 
New York's Spider-Man. And it they do such a tremendous job with this um, that I I am so excited for the future of this character because Miles Miles saves Peter from himself. Yes. In the suit. And it's such a cool thing to see. It's a fun fight. It was a difficult fight. I had a hard time with that fight trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, that one didn't cause me too much trouble. The, the, most of my troubles were the dumbest things. Yeah, in that game, uh, it's always the dumbest things. So we have yet to actually talk about Venom as a character in this, because I this is where again Venom feels very third act in this game. He is very third act, and I I, I think that there is uh, I never quite know his motivations. Like, I know he's trying to get the rock to make everything perfect as he talks to the ghost of his dead mom uh, in a symbiote well, hallucination. This, yeah, because the, the symbiote's trying to take over everything, and it's using the emotional instability of Harry Osborne to get that. What I would have liked is a little more of Harry in costume and seeing some of that stuff. And, and like I said, I don't need 10 extra hours just tacked on. I meant like fleshed out throughout the story. Give us a couple of other missions with Harry. Let let us see him and the symbiote together and how that works or doesn't work because they clearly don't have a matching um, like pair at first. And then I needed a couple hours after that kind of first Venom situation happens and and maybe something in between that as well. Like so just to give some breathing room for that character to really have the impact it does, because I think you're right that like all of the, the store stuff story wise is good. The story beats are great, but I don't think they're all fleshed out. How did you feel about the like five minutes that you actually got to play as Venom? Oh, so fun. So f- you are ch- like, there's no blood, but you are breaking you are, dudes. You are- you're breaking you dudes backs fools. you're chomping like, people I, I, you're you, breaking you, backs it's it's all happening you feel like tom hardy's venom <laughs> honestly yeah you do and there, but and again there's there's just they have a whole move set made for this character but you only get to use it one time yeah and, it would have been neat to see some um i mean it would been hard to implement but some sort of lethal protector missions like as Harry or something. So this, this, this is where, and I'm, this is me going into speculation mode because spoiler warning at the end of this game, the, the, we learned that if you've been infected by a symbiote, you've still got a little bit of that symbiote in you. Even when the symbiote's gone, it's how Peter becomes anti-venom and it's potentially how Harry could survive uh, the, his defeat and his symbiote's destruction at the end of the game. Um, well, and we also know there's a full symbiote still loose. That's a, that's a whole other thing that I, that I want to have a separate conversation about um, because I did not like those missions until I very suddenly did. Uh, but, 100%. And, then, and then the reveal of, of, Oh, he's also known by this, this, and this. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. It was so well, well let me let me let me get to that in a minute yeah i really my hope is that through dlc a dlc story or something that peter 
gives up his symbiote to save Harry's life. His redeemed positive symbiote so that we have maybe not lethal protector, but we, we have, I'm honestly surprised it didn't happen. You know, uh, like I I was surprised it didn't happen. It it, honestly, it felt like a, a Marvel movie in that like, Oh no, we have to have this definitive ending where the the bad guy dies, you know? And I was like, that almost never happens with Venom. Really, I, except except for Spider-Man three, which gets blown up by a pumpkin bomb, and and this, and even even this though, like it it flat out kind of gives you a mm, but really, like exactly, so I'm okay with that. Exactly, but I I think it's one of the reasons why I didn't love the escalation because it because it's it, it's Venom has very seldomly ever been interested in world domination. That has been a carnage thing and if if those stories had intersected then and it was carnage behind things i would have been all right that all right we spent ahead but at least that makes I sense to me i might have thought that would have been a little bit too much for the base game but you know sure no no no. i was just saying it would have, it would have made more sense with the with the, all the symbiotes having the absolute carnage symbol on their faces and everything there but um and it, gosh, I know it sounds like we're talking about some of the the criticisms, but I I want to I want to say like how much both of us love this game. Oh like, yeah, we both have a hundred percent of this game. It's platinumed. We did it to the last game. Like this is some of my favorite interactive superhero storytelling, and that includes the Arkham games. Yeah, I mean honestly, it's it like the Arkham games were the best superhero games for a long time, and. I think these and games. And then I have problem with those. <laughs> these games have edged them out, and and really, my 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 criticisms are only because I, I feel like not everything is perfect. You know, yeah. I the the Mary it's Jane an A, but it could be an A plus. The Mary Jane missions in the first game ran a little bit too long. They were different in this game. How, yeah, and how'd you I, feel about Ge- Ge- Gears of MJ? I didn't love it. <laughs> uh, I I had fun with them because I thought they were going to be harder than they were. So I was playing very carefully. I'm like, oh, this is, oh, this is easy. <laughs> Except for the one where I, I, like, I couldn't figure out what to do. And I died four times in a row because I didn't realize the, the was the last one where you're trying to, where you're trying to, to distract them so that Miles can go underground. And like, oh, yeah, I was yeah, supposed yeah. to keep moving forward. And then I was supposed to shoot these four individual things, but they didn't tell yeah. me to do that. was <laughs> I look, I I get I get that we we want to have Mary Jane, who is an integral part of the story, be more involved in the gameplay. I get it. I just feel like there's a different way to do it. I I, I don't know. I think they should have done some cool journalistic detective stuff with her. Well, that's what they did in the first that. game. That's what they did in the I first know, game. I, like those. I liked that more than these than these in the se- in the second game. I, I didn't mind what they did here, but I I. I would have liked more of like that aspect of it, but I, <laughs> I think it's hilarious also, that also MJ is the most unrealistic thing I have ever seen in any narrative in the last few years. <laughs> and I know, she... I know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mary Jane Watson podcast creator. <laughs> and just stops speaking and clicks publish. And I'm like, you would never, well, maybe you she's never maybe she's on anchor. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, like, I, I think it's hilarious that Mary Jane is like, it makes sense that Mary Jane could be sneaking up on like 
kingpin baddies and knocking them out or sneaking by them. These are like crazy hunter guys, and she's just tasing, sneaking up and tasing I these mean, dudes. It just those, doesn't. Those hunter guys, as 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 bad badasses as they're supposed to be, they they tend to suck a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess it comes with the territory when you're gonna, uh, you know religiously follow this this russian hunter dude um but it would have been cool if like um if like maybe craven had some minor baddies that he brought with him or people that he had like subjugated like vermin or something like that where like you could have had again opportunities for other boss fights i mean and the chameleon is in the game as a side yeah. story which is interesting uh, like, and that's one thing I really love about these games. Every single side story doesn't just give you like a, a thumbs up. It gives you like an important narrative piece of the future of this universe. Like each one. I loved the black cat story. I thought that was great. Yeah, who was going to expect that the black cat was going to steal something from uh, 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 Dr. Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum. And then there would be a weird like portal jumping around side mission that was such a fun mission it was really and fun and it was it, that was a technical showcase that's all that was is just P sony showing oh, off what the ps5 can do <laughs> and it's like mj calling miles hey can you take care of this because whenever felicia's involved it gets weird and i, I was like i love i love this <laughs> like i, I love I that too. like she's like yeah that you should take care of this yeah uh <laughs> But uh, but but yeah, the the only other thing I think we really need to talk about is um, well, there's the 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 elephant symbiote in the room, which is I don't know where this is going to come in. I feel like it has to be DLC to this game. I feel like it can't be the third game, but uh, uh, they haven't announced DLC for this game, but I feel like there's got to be. I thought some. they said there was some coming, though. I don't remember, to be honest. But there there is a there is a side story that features uh, Yuri, a.k.a. the cop from the first game, uh, who is now in a, a different uh, a, a different role as Wraith. Uh, she's got yeah, her she's own superhero thing going on. Um, yeah, she's kind of like a Punisher-esque kind of character, which, by the way, uh, Yuri voiced by Tara Platt. Uh, did you know that she's married to Yuri Lowenthal? <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> Did not know that. That is hilarious that uh Spider-Man and uh and Yuri are are married and have been that's, that's awesome. Have been for a while. Um they have a kid, it's cute. Um but uh yeah, didn't did not know that uh, at the time. And, and and she pops up in in random uh like bad guy stuff. Like if you, if you stop a crime, sometimes she pops in there. So I yes. So this is the thing. This is one of the things I loved about this game is that when you're f f swinging around as Spider-Man, and I'm going to be honest, I saw this more as Miles than I ever did as Peter. Um, yes. If I'm playing as Miles, Peter is going to show up in my in my fights with crime so often. And you know what? It rules every time. And it's cool because after the fight, you get to go up and if you press triangle, the Spider-Man do stuff. Yeah, they do a bro hug. They do the Spider-Man point thing and Found it out. <laughs> and that's the only two things they do. And it bothers me so much. <laughs> it's such a cool thing. They should have 30 of those. But those are the I only that, two I, that they have. I had one where they they kind of pounded out. 
every time I see is they go for it and then they do the bro hug or they do the point. It's the only two. And it is interesting that when that when you do that, when you when Yuri is in your fights and you and you go up and do the triangle, uh, uh, Miles and Peter will try to do the, the fist bump and she'll just look at them and say, and yeah. shake her head and then they'll do like a moment. But that's the only one that they get. And it, it bothers me because that should be that should be the game. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm thinking of endgame stuff when I was trying to do like certain things as Peter. And every single time I had a fight where I got rid of the symbiotes because you can't do the stuff you need to do with them around. And I just had the hunters to take care of. All of a sudden, Miles comes in. He's like, what's up, man? I'm like, no, go away. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't see this entire game. Go back there. <laughs> now, one thing they are definitely adding in at a later patch is a new game plus mode that will make some of that stuff easier. Um, it's not in the game is, yet. I mean, which is fine, but like, I, it doesn't do me any good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Yuri's whole deal is this this uh, cult called the Flame, and they are particularly annoying because they set stuff on fire. Um, and the the head of the Flame uh, is this like sort of you know cult leader dude, and it's like okay, whatever, da 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 da. What's the uh, dumb name they keep calling you? Uh, I don't remember. It's not the oh gosh. They had a name. They have a name for Peter specifically, I think. I do not the, remember the, the that. Fool? The 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 fool something. I can't remember what it is that they keep calling you. It's it, I just remember they keep they keep referring that to you as that. And it's it's at first I'm like, all right, cool. And then it gets really obnoxious. <laughs> so in and those storylines are pretty obnoxious. I did not care for the flame storyline much at all until the very end when you are trying to stop a train from colliding into something. And once you do, you realize that that train isn't carrying what you think it is. It's carrying a symbiote. And immediately you're like, oh, that red haired guy's Cletus Cassidy. Oh, my gosh, that's carnage. It's carnage. And and it's so cool. And they and, even say like, oh, he has these names, this name, Cletus Cassidy. And he says something about like, when I return, there'll be carnage. Or something well, like that. well it's a, he's got the symbiote and it's black in the little tube. And he says, and when I return, there will be ellipsis 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 carnage and all of a yeah, sudden the symbiote ripples into red and black and it's like ah cool but yeah it's, it's it's very cool and also like the exact same delivery as woody harrelson in the post print scene of venom <laughs> but uh, but again i don't see carnage leading a game when we have the other stuff coming well you say that but i also, keep in mind, one of the biggest Spider-Man stories of all time is it's Maximum, Maximum Carnage. Carnage. Yeah, I just knowing, though, what they're also setting up in the post credit sequence when Norman says to activate the G project or the G serum project or whatever he says, you know, G, obviously goblin we're finally going to get the green goblin in these games he's also talking to otto octavius at the end setting up a sinister six despite the fact that the sinister that that four of the six are dead already i so that because he also otto's writing in something and he asks what he's writing and he says the final chapter i think that we're not setting up the sinister six i think we're setting up superior so I've seen that speculation and you know what? I'm for it. 
especially because they have also said that they are they're leaning into Miles being the lead Spider-Man. He is Spider-Man. Yeah. For the the for the 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 next you know the next iteration or whatnot and of course people are mad about that but guess what peter parker has not always been spider-man you know there's a guy named ben riley that was spider-man for a bit you know uh take me back honestly i, I loved i love when when ben was spider-man that was my favorite time collecting spider-man books i i think a clone saga would be very very oh, interesting you're preaching to the crowd brother you you know i'm a ben Ooh, riley guy it could be clone saga and superior oh i mean i could i could absolutely see that because they haven't introduced uh miles warren um and i guess well and here's the thing is like people can't be mad about this i mean they're gonna be but like at this point peter parker has been spider-man for almost a decade in this game in this game universe though we, we so we meet peter when he's already out of college in these games peter has been spider-man since he was in high school and he's already got history that we have not seen throughout all of that right. stuff. So, and, and also they could do something like Spider-Man Miles Morales where they give us like, you know, like, uh, like the Batman Arkham origins kind of thing where they, they give us like a small Peter Parker story of his early days. They could, they could do that. And I'd be fine with that provided that they, you know, don't muck up what they've already told. But I, th- I think that this game what bothers me is this game promises so much for what's to come. Like, they, and they tell us a, a decent story. Like, they knew people wanted Venom. They, they were going to do the Venom story. They teased it in the, in the post-credits scene of the first one. And by and large, I like the story. Despite my criticisms, I love the story that they gave us because I just wanted it to be a little more fleshed out in certain parts. But at the end of the day, there are so many quality of life improvements to the first game. I So... I picked this game back up a couple weeks ago just to finish my platinum. I had two trophies I just hadn't gotten, and I hadn't gotten around to do it. And I hadn't played since launch. And boy, howdy, did I feel like just starting a new game. It feels so good it's, to swing around New York. It It's so actively fun to play. The Web Wings glider is so much fun. So good. It Like, I th- I thought that swinging was the best, but then I'm just gliding, baby. I'm gliding. First and in flight, baby. And it's the it's the spider web like the spider web wings that Spider-Man had in the 70s. Like it's 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 so wild. Um uh, so there is one other thing that I just I have to I have to well, I have to bring up two things. One is what I really want in the next game. And two is what I I know we're going to get. So what we're going to get is the the name drop. Um. Uh, so so Miles's mom, she uh you know her her husband's been gone for a while. Can't wait. Can't and we, wait. And we learn that she has been seeing someone, and we don't we are not informed of who that is. We're we're leading up to a dinner that they're going to have together, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and finally. Final post credit sequence, we learn that that gentleman is a, na- a man by the name of Albert Moon, who then introduces his daughter, Cindy. Cindy Moon, better known in the comics as the Silk. spider character Silk, a character that I, uh, I, I, 
am so up and down on <laughs> for a number of reasons, despite the fact I, that I do love the character. I uh, love Silk. I love Cindy. I think they spent way too much time doing awkward stuff with her and Peter at first. That's um, part of my problem. So, so but everything make, afterwards has been awesome. I, they will definitely change her origin story. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't have like a 13 year old, uh, you know, <laughs> so in the comics, Cindy, it was in the same class as Peter Parker and got bit by the same spider, the exact same spider that bit Peter bit her. She has very similar spider powers, but she was then taken in and like kept in an Oscorp holding facility for her entire life until she by Ezekiel. Yeah. Until she was released. Um, her, well, let me think her, her, she has natural webbing unlike Peter. Right. And, and her natural webbing is much stronger. I think she's also got a stronger spider sense. I can't remember the, I can't remember uh, the. There specifics. was a very awkward period of time where her natural webbing was her costume, and I was like, "This was a terrible choice." It's a bad choice, forty-year-old man. <laughs> the other side, the other side of Silk is that because Cindy and Peter were bitten by the same spider, there was a weird pheromone reaction whenever the two of them would be around each other that would lead to, you know, the thing that pheromones lead people to do. Um, it Check. was it was weird. Um. And especially making Cindy more Miles age. Well, presumably we don't actually see her. We don't know how old she is, but we're just I'm just going to assume that Albert is not bringing his 24 year old um, daughter to dinner. Yeah, no, I don't I, know. I think I think he says something about her being around Miles's age. So what I would love for the next one is. To introduce Cindy a little bit more quickly than they did with Miles. Like, I would like to see that Cindy like also has spider powers. Maybe she's just figuring herself out. Um, because I, I would love a full on like spider verse type of, of situation going on. So this is where I, what, this is what I really want miles, what I really want. And it is possible in a, one of the weirdest things. And the next bit I'm going to say for like the next two and a half minutes is like a completely optional thing in the game that leads to a very cool surprise. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to listen to this, I don't know, jump forward because I'm about to spoil the whole thing. There are many spider bots that you can find all over the city. And did you, you found all of them? Great. You, all I'm not playing the game. Yeah, you have. To, well, you have to, you have to, to get the platinum trophy. So I know, I know you have found all of them. And when and you, and they all have some great deep cuts. The <laughs> first one I found was the J Jonah Jameson spider. I, oh, man. I loved it so much. Uh, there's so, and, and each, each, of there's like 50 of them and they're just they're they're themed little mini spider bots and you take them uh you, you get the signal to take them to a place and you go there and there's this weirdly animated woman at a bar and she and just and she takes them from you and starts talking about this and that you don't really know what's going on and then she says uh she, and then she name drops miguel aka miguel o'hara from but not, but not just anything this character was a character that was cut from across the spider verse yeah because they give her the same they, they they have the same kind of uh portal opening that yeah they use in across the spider verse 
So and this was this was this was in the game for so long that the movie took it out, but it's still in the game. But the <laughs> fact the fact that like what I would love to see, what I would love to see, Miles, because we've been in this New York for three games now, and the New York gets a little bigger and better each time, and a little prettier and, each and, time. And speaking of 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 confirming DLC. Uh, there are parts in that map that are clearly roped off for later use that people have glitched into like the Statue of Liberty and you can go around the full Statue of Liberty anyway. Uh, but I would love to see a multiverse Spider-Verse game where not only is Gwen a character that you can play as Spider-Gwen, but then you get to go to her cool, yeah. different version of New York I, City. I would, oh, I would, I would love them for, for them to do a Spider-Verse game. I do have a question before we start wrapping things up. Do you stick with your costume or do you change it? I change it. Do you do you have like a set one that you stick with or so? The, so I I, I, ha, I have a nar- I have a narrative reasons for like all of my costume changes. So like, I, I build up a narrative in my head. So I will say when in the game when we get to the black suit portion. Mm-hmm. despite the fact that you could change suits for Peter during the black suit portion, it was with the black suit. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's a point where the black suit changes and gets more grotesque. And that is an interesting thing uh, that there's yes. multiple levels of black suit. Uh, um, interesting. Also, story the only two black suits you get in this game are the classic black suit. And then the Spider-Man three black suit, which I was like, why? <laughs> uh the it in the in the uh 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 one of the suits you can get and this is another interesting change that they made is that you unlock suits and then you can unlock different color variations of those Which suits i loved the 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 insomniac spider-man suit with the white accents is cool but they give mm-hmm. you that you eventually unlock the one from the first game and one of the color changes to to that suit is an all black version of that suit and that is oh, maybe cool. that is maybe my favorite suit in the game. I think it's very, very sharp and very cool. Um, my second favorite suit in the game is the traditional black suit. Mm-hmm. And one of the color variations that you can get for it is the black suit, but just with like a red shadow on it, which originates yeah. from the animated series version of 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 the black suit which i found very very interesting and very cool. very cool but I, I i have i have to say i i i don't love the suits in this game as much as i did the suits in the first game i think that they have far too many quote-unquote original ones that don't always pan out um i like that some is, of them I that like, is a spe- I like- that is especially true for miles because Miles's suit Miles's original suit is so good. It is very difficult to do any suit that matches how good his original suit is. I honestly I like the Reebok suit that they gave. <laughs> I know you don't like that one, but I, I, it, I it's do. it's Adidas and uh it was Adidas. It's a, yeah. So for for the record, there is a suit that Miles gets at the end of the game that is quote a Miles Morales original. And then a week later, Adidas starts selling custom gear of that specific suit on their mm-hmm. website, meaning Adidas designed that suit for miles and it's not a miles Morales original and it's not a very good suit. I do not like it very I, much. I, I do like it. I think it's fun. Um, I, I like some of his suits, but I agree that like a lot of his aren't as good. Um, when I go through the, when I go through the game, I did the exact same thing almost 
in in the last one. On my normal missions, uh, Scarlet Spider all the way. Yes. And then Hoodie Boy, gotta gotta. I got I got to. Uh, when he started going a little aggro, I changed it to the twenty nine nine suit. Okay. Because okay. a little more vicious. Okay. On his redemption arc, I changed the anti venom suit to. There is a color variation of the Iron Spider suit that looks like the White Ranger. And even at that point in the story, it's all about how, like, oh, we can trust Spider-Man again. He's got, like, you know, character comeback. And it's like, okay, he's got to look like it. I'm surprised you didn't mention Miles's Mysterio suit that literally is the White Ranger. I I love that. I actually, so like I said, I like a lot of his, like, random suits. Like, he has this, like, one, like, I want to call it his Arkham suit. I think it was called like the uh, Shadow Arachna Shadow or something. Was that the one that has he, the uh, the camo it pants? Looks like, it looks like the Arkham Robin almost, where he's got the hood and he's got like this like like kind of Damien kind of short cape. So uh, one of Miles, uh, a few of Miles have a hood. The one I like is the one. Um, I think it's called uh, I think is what they call it. Yeah, I like the one that's got the hood and he's got like the camo pants on because one of my favorite suits uh, from the first game was the um, it was the future, the dark future Spider-Man suit where it just looks like him, but he's got like a leather jacket and high collar. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I love that suit. And that reminded me of like a Miles Morales version of that suit. Obviously. There's a few suits, but not every suit that comes from the first game. Um, it it's always fun to throw on either of the Spider-Verse suits uh, that are in the game. Just for a little bit, because I get, end up getting like feel sick. <laughs> yeah, because they well, that's one of the fun things about these suits is that they do the stiffer animation from the movies. And it's it's cool. But yeah, it's it, awesome. It, for, so, a second. <laughs> for a minute. Uh, but uh, I also love the Bodega Cat suit. And I am glad they kept yes. brought it back uh, where you team up with Spider-Man, the cat. Uh, and Spider-Man the cat gets stuff to do in takedowns and special animations, and I freaking love it. Um, yeah. More Spider-Man the cat, please. Uh, by the way, I have to say, because we haven't talked about this, Tony Todd as the voice of Venom. Oh, man. Yeah, we haven't mentioned him. Uh, I mean, he's an all-star doing all-star things. I know that sounds like I'm just kind of like in passing, but like, it's exactly what I expected from Tony Todd. He's well, one and, of the most iconic voices of all time. And I, and I, and I teased this earlier. Tony Todd has said in interviews that there, that there is like 75% of the stuff that he recorded is not in the game. And some of that stuff, as much stuff as they, as they like do, I'm not surprised. Yeah. But some of the stuff that, 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 that included is venom talking to a symbioted, miles miles I would, I would i would like to see this the story what that was going to be um i don't know if that would fix some of my narrative problems with it but i i would certainly be curious but i'm also i'm like i said i'm glad they chose the path they did for miles because i think his his internal path of self-discovery because the, which is like coincided with his like trying to find out what to write for his college essay, which we never um, find out what his college essay is. Okay. With that, we just know he starts writing it. I just, I, I need to, I need to, I need to hear the essay. They, they, the opening moments are him not worrying about it, worried about his essay. And then we don't actually hear his essay and it bothers me. I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't, I don't need to hear his essay. <laughs> we have to wait um, until the end of the DLC to get to his essay. That'd be funny. But yeah, th I mean, this is an excellent game. I know we've, we've, 
coughed up a lot of criticisms because you know the first game was such a perfect experience in so many ways and and from a gameplay perspective like this game is an absolute joy to play oh 100 like, percent. like I mean, we both platted it we would neither of us would spend that much time on a game that we didn't like and I, this this game is tremendous i i'm actually and i never say this i'm i can't wait for dlc yeah like, no i I'm, want more new spider-man to play i am right like my my when my son platinum the game he was like all right oh well, what do i do now it's like well but you you, you did it well, <laughs> well, welcome to video games yeah <laughs> you kind of kind of did all there is to do so you could go and do some more crimes i guess but you don't need any of the points that come from doing the crimes so uh that is one thing that insomniac needs to work on is variety of crimes they, I felt like there were a less of a variety of crimes in this game than there was in the last one. At least, the, at least they made the car chase crimes so much less annoying. Oh yeah, they, honestly, they were too easy. Um, they were, but the, I don't. In the first, in the first game, you would stop the car, and sometimes they'd come out and fight you. No, not this time. Don't care. They don't even give you optional objectives in the car chase crimes. It's just, it's over, and I welcome it. Um, yeah honestly i could like i could talk about this game for hours longer and just as and i think about, talk about it next week as i think about stuff and continue to talk about it and etc 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 but um i feel like we need to to wrap things up um spider-man 2 by insomniac is a fantastic game i am so yes. excited for what they have coming next wolverine is something they're working on and i know that's going to be a super interesting game um, oh yeah because I, I, we didn't mention the wolverine costume that miles gets oh it's so cool it's so it's cool really awesome. <laughs> like he legit gets a wolverine costume and it's got a and, bit, but and like... it's got all different colorations including like a spider-man colored version and he's got the yellow and blue and he's got the yellow and tan he's got the black and gray the cool yeah, uh, uh x-force version x-force yeah no i i love that i'm really excited to see what they're gonna do with uh the wolverine game i have i have very high hopes for it um I also how could you not after game. three spectacular spider-man games yeah and honestly like wolverine games aren't really hard to do and by and large haven't been bad like there was that weird Wolverine Origins game that came out in company with a movie that was actually decent. Um, didn't play it. They're fun. I'm I'm excited to see what they do. I I will hope to see a crossover between Spider-Man and Wolverine at some point. <laughs> the, you know they're in that mode where they could allow it. Like they're not tied by MCU rules, uh, unlike the 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 movies, the Sanctum Sanctorums in all three spider-man games including the wand of watoom in this game so yeah i love i like i like that we get the little thanks from wong <laughs> yeah it could happen could happen gang uh so with that said we are going to wrap up our coverage of venom vember and wrap up our coverage of the year because next week oh my gosh i can't believe it's already here it's the Maury's gang, the 2023 Maury Awards. So that's what we're going to do next week. And then uh, we're going to take Christmas week off because the day that we would normally record uh, is the day after Christmas. And we're all going to be traveling and all sorts of stuff like that. So next week is the Maury's week after that. Uh, we're, we're taking a little break. And then after that, we are back with brand new content in January. 
I can't believe that we are almost in 2024, a year that sounds more and more sci-fi related the more I think about it. <laughs> yep. Uh, with that said, gang, we're now, uh, if you would like to find, if you'd like to reach out to us, uh, you can do so by going to the where you can find this and every other episode that we have ever done. Uh, you can go to blue sky at the more you nerd, <laughs> right? Miles, right? Blue sky. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we certainly have an address there. <laughs> uh, you can, uh, you can kind of find us on Twitter, I guess, at the more you nerd facebook.com slash the more you nerd and of course the tried and true way to get in touch with us is to email us the more you nerd at gmail.com that's the more you nerd at gmail.com also go to cosmicrit.com cosmic crit is our actual uh, live play or actual play podcast of the starfinder rule set but cosmic crit has a really cool discord server where you can go and play your own games of starfinder or pathfinder or other things or you can just talk to me and miles all day at work uh, we have fun. Yeah, I was going to say, if you actually want to get in contact with us, that's probably the best way to do it. <laughs> is join the Cosmic Chris Discord. We are always there. Yeah. Even if it's even quiet that day, it's mostly because no one, no one may be talking. I might be a little busy, but like as soon as someone says something, you know, we're we're usually Johnny on the spot there. Oh yeah. Uh, and and so with that said, gang, uh, we're going to end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd, nerd. out. Do nerd for y'all.